Just Curious. Welcome to Just Curious Media. This is Let's Talk Cobra Kai. I'm Jason Connell. And I'm Sal Rodriguez. All right, Sal. We are back for another episode. I'm already sad because even though we're on episode two, I know we're, we're, we're going to be done with 10 episodes and I'm going to be like, oh. I know. I know. Well, let's enjoy it while we can. This is All right. season All right. five, episode two, Sal of Cobra Kai, Mole. Oh, I just got that. fitting name for I this I just episode. got that. <laughs> yes. I was thinking like mole on face. I was like, why are they talking about a mole on a... F- what does that have to do Armole with Or mole sauce. Or mole with an accent. That's funny. Yeah, exactly. That's what I thought. I didn't think mole like a plant. Oh, it's a mole in this episode, wow. my friend. Right. Which was set up in the first episode. Yes. But before we jump into this exciting episode, a word from our sponsor. I'm ready. Are you ready? Okay. I'm ready, man. Support for Let's Talk Cobra Kai is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming and offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped, and with this exclusive offer, you'll get 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code COBRAKAI at manscaped.com. Perfect. All right, every episode is brought to you by... Wait a second, is, is it Mole? Netflix. <laughs> I'm mind. way off. I'm focused on that. Okay, yeah, you're, yes. You're, it is on like, Netflix, indeed. It is on Netflix. Netflix. Yes, it was indeed. released September 9th, 2022. And this episode again, season five, episode two, Mole. That's what I'm going with. No, wait. Is it Mole or Mole? Well, I, I don't know. But there is a Mole in this episode. Okay, so okay. Well, you call know what? it what you want. Honestly, either way. Yeah. Either way would work because Mole is, is, a, is a Mexican dish. Yes, it is. And there, yes, Or mole. Is. Either way, it would work. That's so great. Look at these guys. So great. Either way. So good. Now, the rating for this episode is 8.3 on IMDb. Another strong one holding, right? Eights are well, great. I'm assuming we're going to be in the eights. I mean, I would be surprised if we ever dropped below the eights. And I'm assuming, just going to guess now, like episode five is always kind of a highlight, and then nine and ten are always off the charts. But the whole season works together it's one big cohesive, cohesive machine. And so you can, you know, rate the bits, but they're all great to me. And we're jumping into the synopsis, which is Chosen and Daniel hatch a risky plot against Terry. In Mexico, Robbie and Johnny look for Miguel, who discovers the truth about his father. Whew, we're in for an exciting show, Sal. Yes, and I'm very surprised by their opening mm-hmm. scene. I was not expecting this and yes. was very pleasantly surprised. So let's jump into our scene-by-scene scene breakdown. Let's go. And we do begin in Okinawa in 1972. That would have made me one, and I think you weren't born yet. I was not born yet, but depending on the time of year, my parents may, may have been creating me at that very oh, moment. Okay. Oh, okay. You were in the works. Yes. But Sal, this is setting up exactly what I think could and should be coming, and that is a Miyagi series. This is it. We're already seeing it unfold, Sal, and how it could work. Chosen! I was big time excited to see this scene. A young Sato, a young Chosen? Is this really happening? That is so cool. Unbelievable. And he trains his students in the way of the fist. And we do see a super young whom? Chosen. his tutelage. A young chosen. A young Much younger than his other students, by the way. Yeah, he seems to be the youngest one in the class, right? And he's his nephew. And 
What does Sato say to the student body? This is where you start to see the Sato persona starting to take place, right? Because yes. j- yes. just, like, just like when he's older, here he is now when he's younger. Army training is not enough. Your head must forget pain. To succeed, you must overcome. Train mind. Train body. Wow. And they follow, you know, his lead. But then Sato sees a very young chosen doing what? I like how he spotted that. I wouldn't have spotted this. Yeah, he's uh, on it. Yeah, he, he's all over it. Uh, chosen, you, you have to punch your fingertips in the sand. Yeah. And, and, and Chosen put a pillow in there, like some sort of, you know, soft sack yes. to cushion his fingertips. Yes. And he is busted. Busted. He goes over there, pulls it out, Chosen's shortcutting, and this is a theme in Chosen's life. And then when the scene closes, he does it again. Did you notice that? He puts it right back in. Defined. Yeah, and it's like, what does, that, yeah. what does that mean? Why is well, it just shows you who we're going to meet in Karate Kid Part 2, mm. this guy who goes down the fast path. Mm. Yeah. Right? In other words, he's busted. He knows now he did wrong, mm-hmm. and yet he still does it. Hmm? Wow. Huh? 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 <laughs> <laughs> so now we're at Cobra Kai Dojo, and Silver declares... John Kreese is not Cobra Kai, which is a far cry, Sal, from what he's preaching in The Karate Kid Part 3. And what does he say in that movie? John Kreese is karate. Yeah, it wasn't even, it was going to be called just Kreese Dojos. But now yeah. he's not even Cobra Kai because the students are Cobra Kai. And then he goes on to introduce new senseis and pairs them up with the students. And Sal... Of course, undercover chosen picks whom? He picks Tori. And I was wondering if that was planned. Did, did he and Daniel set that up or did he happen to choose Tori when he was there? Well, he knows who the All Valley champ was. And he might as well go to the top dog, you sure. know, and, and kind of, I don't know what him and Daniel talked about behind closed doors. You know, Tori, yeah. here's her background or whatever, but I guess he's going to start at the, This is the best. Let's figure this person out. Mm-hmm. Right. Not start with some newbie that he doesn't know. But and maybe saw her on TV as uh, Daniel was showing him things. Or, or so. heard her mentioned on the commercial. Exactly. Tori yeah. Nichols, All Valley champ. First female winner ever. Yes, nice. exactly. Might have gotten her uh, eligible for SAG after with that uh, commercial. <laughs> so now we're in Mexico and Johnny and Robbie find a lead to track down Miguel. But unfortunately, Sal, what happens to the Eagle Fang van. Here's where I have issue with this scene. Okay, the van gets towed. A guy comes over, mm-hmm. tries to explain at yeah. first politely, you got to move your, your van, dude. Yeah. And Johnny doesn't understand him. But, but here's There's where a I have issue barrier, with this. There's okay. a language barrier, Sal. Okay, no, no. language barrier. But here's the problem. Okay. Robbie's on the phone. Robbie yeah. has internet. Google Translate. Hello. Let yeah. me tell you something. My neighbor across the street does not speak much English. She's Armenian. I speak zero Armenian. I wrote a whole letter to her. Mm-hmm. Had it translated, gave her the letter. We had a nice chat. Her and I, we communicated. What would your letter with Google say? To Translate. Her? We were talking about the neighborhood and some of the uh, oh, okay. buildings okay. for sale, and just talk, okay. kind of talking about the community. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was fantastic. It was fantastic. And after I did that, I said, "Language barriers are now broken." It's true, but it happens so fast, and it's more Johnny interacting with this guy. And it's pretty funny, too. And it's he's, funnier that it yeah, does happen. He's saying, like, no, 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 the van's not for sale. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he, yeah. He's taking it completely wrong. Yeah, he's I like, no, no, I don't, I, don't, I don't want your money. And so Johnny thinks it's a shakedown. And Another you know, one. 
another shakedown. This is what happens in Mexico. And he dismisses him, and they tow that thing immediately, Sal. That is like, okay, let's go. And I love how Johnny then throws something at his own van. Like, what is it, a burrito? Because it came out yeah, with a couple burritos. He threw, he his threw food. a burrito. Yeah, it's like you're losing your food and you're throwing it at your own car. I like it. So, pretty funny. And now we're at Hector's home. And so it looks very similar to LaRusso's home. It's really nice, done up. He's got, you know, spare bedrooms, guest rooms. And Hector makes his famous what? Churrasco. Which is essentially beef or grilled meat, right? That's what I read online anyway. You know what? Honestly, again, bad Latino here. I, I have not heard of that. I have not heard of that dish. Well, sounds good. Anyway. I'd like to try it. I will try it. And then Hector and Miguel begin to connect. Talk about karate and how Miguel's a champ in California and how come Hector's not heard of him. I mean, come on. I mean, there's like a zillion karate tournaments for teenagers. Sure. But, you know, he's thinking he's like next, next level. But we figure out why later Hector's kind of in the game, if you will. And then he begins, well, Miguel begins to share and open up on the verge of... And this is when we learn that Hector is not the boy's father. Yes. Well, M- right. Miguel was about to open up and say some more. Oh, about, okay. Hey, he's always about what, to. He's, a, he's just about to. Yeah. yeah. He's distracted, and then it kind of yeah, it, yeah. it pivots the conversation because Maria and Lewis go right in and out. They're outside by the pool. Again, very nice place. But yes, now Hector takes over the conversation and begins to share that you know he's not the boy's father. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, okay. And Maria was previously married. That's her kid. And then he mentions. That he was married. Okay, now this is news to me. Did we know that they were married? Yeah, I don't know if she ever said ex-husband. I've not heard anything about that. No, I never heard that. So this is news. Yeah, it was interesting. So we are going to learn some things mm-hmm. this episode that we had not heard before. Yeah. and But she, mean Carmen, yes. had left him. And so Miguel's like, whoa, I'm getting a new side of the story. You know, I, I never heard this side. I only heard my mom's side, our Rosa's side. So, it is an know, interesting side to hear, and I've been and exactly I know you've got Miguel's some tie-ins spot, with yeah. this, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And please share. Well, not yet. When Miguel has a special moment, that's when I will share okay. my special moment. Okay, I'll take a break. <laughs> so now we're at Cobra Kai, back to Cobra Kai, and Chosen trains Tori and talks about honor. Honor's really big with Chosen, and a theme in this episode in particular. But knowing where he came from, knowing he had no honor. He is all about honor now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, something he was obviously missing in the Karate Kid Part 2, Sal, without a doubt. But now he's like the holder of Miyagi-Do, you know, the museum, the, the dojo, the, the history. This is what he lives for. This is his passion. I think that what we learn, I mean, in Karate Kid 3, I think that Chosen... Uh, two. Karate Kid 2, you are correct. Karate Kid 2 in Okinawa. Chosen thought he was dealing with his honor, but he was just dealing with his ego. It was his ego that was hurt, not his honor that was hurt. Because he was ego damaged, he hurt his own honor, is what he Mm -hmm. did. But he thought he was chasing honor, but he was just chasing his own ego damage. Or trying to repair his ego damage. himself with Sato, his uncle, and then just wanted to kill Daniel and Kamiko. And what was that going to do? Like, what was the outcome of that? Chosen had he been successful? It's not like his uncle's going to say, oh, that's great, Chosen. Come on, that was a ridiculous plan. But he was a nut. And Chosen goes on to say what to Tori? I thought I had lost my honor. Eventually I understood. No one can take honor from you. Only you can take honor from yourself. 
There you go. That's exactly what he had done previously, and he knows. And these are words of wisdom here, Sal. Very good Is it stuff. because, do you think maybe also he saw a piece of himself in a young person like Tori? Oh, probably. Yeah. Right? I mean, because she has got, a lot of, she had a lot of rage, right? He had a lot, lot of rage. She has a lot of rage. And that may have been shared by Daniel or Amanda. They know Tori somewhat, right? Mm-hmm. So absolutely. And then Silver appears, because he's kind of checking in on all these senseis, working with the students. And we learn undercover, <laughs> undercover Chosen's name is what, so? <laughs> Jokichi Tatsuya. But everybody calls him Joe. <laughs> I love that. It's like a scene from Monty Python, Holy Grail. They call me Tim. You think it's his big name. It's Joe. Great. Okay, Sensei Joe. That's what Silver calls him from then on out, which I love. I mean, we had Sensei Jim and Sensei Chris on the, on the podcast, so I like it. It works, right? Yep. And now back to training. And he says, first train mind, then train body. Silver stands aside. Hey, don't let me get in the way. Yep. And Chosen says... If you want to break free of troubles, you must face them directly. And then Chosen, Joe, demonstrates. After Tori kicks the bag, and it's better. She's got more focus now. Yeah. But when he does, Silver immediately recognizes that he knows Tang Sudo mm-hmm. and learns Chosen is from Kyoto. And then they reference some things. So it's kind of funny. It's like, you know, they've both been there. One guy's talking about a shrine or temple. Well, what I thought in that instance was in that very moment, yep. Silver was trying to catch him. Wasn't he trying to catch him right there? Right, mentioning yeah, that like, shrine, like how right? much of an insider is this guy? Yeah. Does he know his stuff? And then, of course, Chosen Counters, I think it's Fushimi in near a shrine. Like Silver saying, hey, you got to go check out this shrine. And, of course, Chosen comes back and says, too many tourists. On your next visit, go to Nanzenji Temple. You know, it's like, okay, all right, tit for tat. These guys are filling each other out. You know, this guy knows some things. So great scene, setting up for more for sure. And definitely Silver is keeping his eyes on Sensei Joe. Yeah, he is suspicious. I don't know if he has them figured out yet. Or not suspicious. I think he sees an ally here. In oh, midst. okay, hang on. So, so you think at this very moment, at this moment in time, that Terry Silver does not suspect Chosen? I don't think so. I think he was putting some feelers out, like, how insightful is this guy? He obviously knows this style that he appreciates. And he is looking for, like, not just another sensei, but someone who could be kind of replacing Crease, essentially. That's what I'm seeing here. Yeah, yeah. Now, I know we know where it goes, but I'm saying right here, he sees a potential ally, a potential number two. Okay. So I was under the impression that right off the bat, Silver is suspicious, but yeah, maybe not. So now Johnny and Robbie, we learn, oh, 4,000 pesos, which is how much in US dollars, Sal? Roughly? $200. So they would owe that to get the car out of the impound, but Sal, Johnny thinks it's much more than that. Yeah, doesn't he say they want 4,000 pesos? That's like a million dollars. And Robbie's like, eh, it's $200. But still, it's only half of what we have. So, yeah. you know, whatever the number is, we only have $100. Exactly. It's like if someone sells you, hey, I'll sell you this BMW for 10000 and you don't have 10000 Well, yeah. sorry. You could sell it to me for a grand. I still can't afford it. Yeah. So naturally, Robbie enters, because they round this corner, wherever they're at, and he sees this chili pepper contest they both see it but robbie's gonna enter it he talks johnny out of doing it 
I can do it. And he recognizes the chili pepper here, Sal, the red savina. I guess him and his mother are familiar with these peppers. I'm a big pepper guy. Are you? I could probably do well. But not like pepper, pepper competition. Well, I could do a hot sauce competition, but I really? probably I have done a pepper competition with some friends before. Wow. I probably would be in this contest. I don't know if I'd win, but I'd go all in. But I love the setup, and I also love that they use this old Atlas Easy Sill container. Those like antiques. Oh, I like I like how the guy brings it out. That's coming. That's the next one. I mean, the first one though on the table is this ancient container, which I love those glass containers. But Sal, what happens when he talks Johnny out of entering? Robbie's going to do it. What takes place? But this is Robbie versus the big bald guy. Yes. They're they're going head to head. Head to head. Round one, head to head. And they're going tit for tat with these red Savinas. Like, you know, Robbie can hang in there. Before the final. Yeah, he he can hang in there. He's sweating. The other guy's sweating. And basically, they have a glass of milk in front of them. Yeah. That's like and that's, how, out. that's how you tap out. Yeah. yeah. And we saw this on the first look photos. Like, yes. I was like, did Robbie win a milk drinking contest? Yeah, like, what yeah. is this? Well, now we yeah. know. Mm-hmm. It's a red pepper contest. So is that what you did when you've done this with your friends? You have milk there on the ready? Or bread. Bread or milk. Okay. Um, just something, not water. Water's not going to yeah. do anything. It just fans the flame. Yeah. I won the one and only contest I was in. I'll put it that way. Well, that's pretty good. But when this round one ends... Robbie wants more because they need the money. They need yeah. this money to get the car out of tow. And they bring out the El Dragon. Yeah. The dragon. And this is when the guy brings in the special hot oh, yes, pepper yes. that you probably did it with tongs. You yeah, can't touch you it. You it on your fingers. Yeah, you rub fingers, your eyes. Forget then it. you're done. Then you're yes. done. So now we're back at Hector's house. And Miguel's in his own bedroom, one of the guest rooms. And he's calling Carmen. And Sal, he's upset with her. Very angry. <sighs> he has one visit with Hector, and now he thinks he has it all figured out, and he's yeah. basically accusing his mother of, of lying to him about the whole thing, or about the, about the lying about the type of man that Hector is. That's what he's accusing her of. And what he's missed out on. You know? What have I missed out on? I didn't years, get to know 16, this guy the whole years. time. This guy's successful. He's fun-loving. Sure. He's interested in me. Like, but he doesn't even know who he is at this point in time. Mm-hmm. But yes, a lot of anger, a lot of hostility, teenagers... It happens. Mm-hmm. Carmen tries to warn him. And then we hear Hector in the background mentioning, go ahead. El Hoyo Verde. It's calling. He wants to take him there. And she hears that just, you know, he's in the background, though. And I Miguel, she recognized his voice. You think she... Yeah. She's, wow. she's cringing at the thought of him. That's from the past. And then Miguel, Miggy, hangs up on mom. Now, maybe this is just... Payback for Sam hanging up on Miguel. <laughs> but pay it forward. But uh, yeah, so that's happening. He's bonding with his father. His father's unaware, and Miguel has a grudge against his mother. Mm. That's very unfortunate. You don't want to share yet. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. Story. Okay. We're not there yet. Back to the chili pepper contest. I forgot that they bounced back to the Oh, yeah. Scene. It's yes. a, well, this show is about that. Short scenes, yeah, in and they out. They do. Yeah. And then I, I, I get confused. But yeah. Oh, I this is it. when the El Dragon arrives. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. He calls for it. And now it arrives with the guy yes. and the tongs and all that. Yes. Yes. And Johnny goes all in, like a poker. We're all in. They, they got to yeah. up the ante. We need like the, to win this. Yeah, like the ice breaking challenge from Karate Kid 2. Yeah. Exactly. And then Robbie summons Daniel. Oh, that's what he was doing. Karate Kid Part 2. I didn't tie the two together. Yes. Oh, because yes. he learned that when he trained with Daniel back in yes, the day. Yes, yes. Ice breaking contest. You called it. 
I forget. I swear to God, I forget that Robbie trained Miyagi. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That happened. Right. Initially. I forget. Yeah. They went to that wow. place in the woods and yes, Sam was there yes. and did the one hand. It was all that beautiful yes, stuff. Yes. The one hand handstand. Yes. That's right. So Robbie eats the El Chagon and the big <laughs> guy follows. And oh, by the way, Robbie's great at it. He's eating it and everyone's looking at him because, yeah. you know, most people can't take it and there's the milk. And, you know, sure. so the big guy sees him do it, grabs it really fast. But Sal, what happens? This guy was burning up so much, you could actually see like his skull pulsating. Oh, this guy's God. head was on fire. Yes. It looked really, really genuine. Well, he was bald for a reason. It was a great casting. You could have been in this scene, Sal. No, dude. This guy's head. I'm serious. Oh, I yeah. You can't, you can't do that. I, I played the scene again. I was like, you could see his like skull pulsating. This yeah, guy was he, next level. He couldn't hide it, and he chugs the milk, and yep, not just chugs up. the milk, he spews it all over Johnny and Robbie. Which oh, is oh yeah, yeah. He just say he can't he can't hold it in. But Robbie wins. They scoop the cash. They're victorious. They can get mm. the car out of the impound. <laughs> That's right. So now we're back at Cobra Kai, and Terry Silver invites Chosen over for dinner i like this sal and tory confronts silver after that happens he walks away tory confronts silver and sal we saw this coming did you i don't know if i saw this coming with tory well once she saw the ref it was a matter of time she's going to share what she saw i assumed that she would confront him at some point in time i was waiting for this to happen okay see i was not expecting a confrontation i was going to assume that she either just accepted her victory and moved on or renounced her victory but i didn't not necessarily expect okay. a confrontation like this i mean she like straight up confronted him i got to respect her for that i thought she would show up have this confrontation with trophy in hand okay. and say here I saw what happened. Mm. What the heck? You know, that's what I expected. So it wasn't to yeah. that level. But yes, she confronts him. And I was shocked at the way he handled it. Like, he just admitted it. And you know, people never do that. <laughs> Whenever you're, you confront somebody, they always deny it. So the fact that Terry Silver just admits it right away, I got to hand it to him. But then again, with somebody like Terry Silver, you don't know if that's him just being open and vulnerable for a right. second. Or again, a new strategy and a Calculated. new plan. Yeah, yeah. And then he uses an analogy about a starving guy stealing food to justify his actions. It's like, sure. well, she's probably been there, right? Or at least something close to it. She's been in some hard situations. He knows he's just like Crease, all well, calculated. Have, wait a second. Have we seen Tori Steele? I remember Sam thought she stole from the country club, but have we seen Tori Steele? No, but I mean, she's in a tough spot, right? When she was working at the restaurant, did she yeah, ever yeah, take yeah. extra food home to feed sure. her family? We don't know, but yeah. the, the look on her face was like, yeah, I'm in similar situations. I could see how that could... It's just got her, her motor running. He knew just what to say. And he also says that if Tori wants to continue, and he wouldn't blame her if she walked away, but if she wants to continue, he will make Tori the future of Cobra Kai. Wow. So that's Nichols karate now. Yeah, and I'm imagining not only more on-air mentions, uh, how about a big billboard in Encino with Cobra Kai, Tori Nichols? That would be amazing. Karate's bad girl. So that's kind of what she's thinking, right? Yeah, karate's bad. Oh, I like it. <laughs> yeah, picking up where Mike Barnes left off. I like it. So now Johnny and Robbie back in the Eagle Fang van. Ah! Love it. And Robbie shares 
how he won. That was so good. I love this sound, and Johnny loves it. Yeah. Because what did he do? Uh, well, he switched candy confection for mm-hmm. the hot peppers. He did the old switcheroo, and he yeah. ate the candy. Yep. And chewed on it and chewed yeah, on it. That was so good. And, so you he's know, a good watching actor, it too. a second time for notes. Yeah, you see the way he always kept that fist clenched. Like, oh man, there was the switch right there. The first watch, I didn't even know what happened. And they did it really fast, like really quick. Really fast. Yeah. That was really, really well done. And uh, yeah, Johnny's like, that's like, you know, one of the coolest things I've ever seen. So yeah, he's loving his son. Lots of bonding here. And then Carmen calls with info about El Hoyo Verde. She overheard it. On the phone with Hector. Somehow, Sal, she honed in and got that name, which it was so fleeting. But that's the tip. And now they got to turn around and they're heading there because Miguel is going there with Hector. I feel lame that I missed that. Okay, yeah. Carmen reported because she overheard that from she Hector. She overheard it just like in, in an to, instant. Okay, yeah. and reported it to Johnny. Okay, I got it. I missed but that. I don't know why I missed that twice. One of my favorite parts of this scene we've not talked about. It's the fact that they are now donning their beautiful yes. FBI shirts because they had milk spewed all over them. So it's perfect for the scene because what is to come, now they have the right gear on. Well I done, like show. Johnny would not think for a second that that's not a good idea. Yeah. Or did no, he, no. Wait, no. did he do it to try to look like the FBI or should he have thought maybe we shouldn't look like the FBI? He could go either way with Johnny on that one. I don't know. I mean, the minute they see the back of your shirt, it would work if you had a, like a vest or a yeah. jacket on. Yes, but yes. the jokes, you know, it's not going to really hold up the minute you turn around. But They got to see you from the back, though. Also. So now we are at El Hoyo Verde. Which means, our translation is... The Green Hole. And by the way, I know I didn't predict this, but as a UFC fan for many years, mm-hmm. I guess I kind of maybe thought in the back of my head at some point there'd be sort of this... Uh, merging of karate and MMA, or this clash, rather, right? Yep, absolutely. I I, I kind of forecasted this in my own mind. Yeah. Because this is an MMA event slash nightclub, and Sal, we meet Vicente the Wolf Gonzalez, who I believe is a real MMA fighter, Eric Anders. Nice. Okay, I didn't know that. Cool. That guy, he comes over, he looks the part, though. Come on, that guy's all tatted up, looking like a bad dude. Yeah. And we also learn that Hector runs things. This isn't just to visit the nightclub with my buddy, who's also my son. No, he runs things. And we start to learn more about him. He's a successful guy. And then they toast to putting the past away. Interesting. Yeah, how did Miguel feel about that? Was he... Yeah, he was kind of like, okay, yeah. If you're shutting the door on your past, you're shutting the door on me, right? Exactly. But maybe it's new beginnings. But yes, because you could just tell like... He had a different life. He made a lot of money. It was probably questionable, his line of work, right? Yeah. But now he's trying to change his uh, his path. And so that's what they toast to. But yeah, Miguel's still kind of like, yeah, okay, okay. You're getting rid of the past, but maybe I'm part of the next chapter. That sounds nice. I, li- I like that. Yeah, I that's like that probably idea. what he's thinking. You yeah, know? I like that idea. Sure. So now we're at LaRusso's house, and Daniel, <laughs> I love this, is dressing chosen for a meeting with Silver. And he gives him a little jacket because, you know, yeah. he's a little bit smaller than Chosen. Not sure. big time, but a little. And Sal, this reminds me of Chris Farley from Tommy Boy, or in Tommy Boy. And it's fat guy in a little coat. Remember oh, yeah, in David Spade? Yeah. And he's, 
yeah. Richard. I love this sequence. They don't take it that far, but that's immediately what popped in my mind. Yeah. And Daniel's super nervous. Like, this is like getting chosen, like his, his daughter's going on a first date. Like, he's just yeah. so nervous. He wants everything to go right. He's trying to dress Chosen. Yeah. And then Chosen shares more about honor. Again, a big theme for Chosen. My uncle tried to teach me about honor, but I was not ready to learn. I thought shortcuts, cheating, would get me through faster, make my life easier. My cowardice was exposed for all to see. We will find his weakness. We'll push him to his limit. We will reveal his true colors for all to see. Mm. I like that. Exposing. Well done. Like Exposing him. And again, yeah. this really brings that Miyagi-Do presence to the show, which I love. I love this ideology. And also just the way, you know, just having chosen here, just it's ratcheted up for me, Sal. I'm loving it. I'm yeah, loving I mean, we never thing. thought that we would see chosen as a little boy. Who would have thought that? Never. Or young never. Sato. Who would have thought we'd see that? Well, I have thought young Sato because I think Mr. Miyagi and Sato will be playing in my show and my idea and mind's eye. They're yes. playing and Mr. Miyagi's father's training them. And sure, you could bring Chosen in years down the road. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And I got a whole take on that, but I'm going to hold it for right now. Just right now. Like you have something you're saving, I'm saving this. Well, you know what we're going to see there is, is in that Miyagi spinoff, then we'll not only see a young Miyagi, a young Sato, mm-hmm. also apparently a very young Chosen as well, but Miyagi's father. Unbelievable. We wow. only saw him on his deathbed. Yeah. Imagine it wasn't him when he was young. He must have been a badass when he was young. Hey, what about Miyagi's mother? Wow. What does she know? We know nothing about Miyagi's mother, I know. Right? There's so much to uncover. It's yeah. going to happen. I know I've made predictions before. Like, Mike Barnes will be season four. Hey, it happened. Season five. Yeah. But I think this is a no-brainer slam dunk for the franchise. I would agree. I would agree. So that speech you just gave was intercut with shots of Tori with the trophy, looking at it, pondering what Chosen had said earlier and what Silver had said to her. I have to say, though, Jason... Yep. That trophy, eh, not as good as the 84 all-time no, trophy. No, no. Not a, as good. That was, a, that was a great year of trophy yeah. designs. Yeah, the, yeah. Trophy design has gone downhill yeah. a little bit over the years. It's all 3D printing now. It's just <laughs> not the same. Is. Exactly. So then it's also intercut with Chosen arriving at Silver's home, and Daniel then warns Chosen as he enters the lair. And by the way, a butler lets Chosen in. and you know, yes. How rich are you if you have a butler? And you brought up before we started recording, like, how did Chosen even get there? Yeah, yeah. Did he Uber there? Or I think LaRusso Auto? Or you would say Daniel took him? I say Daniel is waiting for him in the car. He dropped him off. Like, he should be, like, around the corner with binoculars, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, Daniel then gives his own speech, because he is warning Chosen. You'll have to play his game. But don't let your guard down. If he sees a weakness, you may not even know until it's too late. He'll do things to make you feel special. He got me on his side once. Let's not forget that, Sal. Yeah, he did. Cardi Kid part? Three. Three. Mm-hmm. He'll try to do the same thing with you. This plan has an expiration date. Silver's too smart. Eventually, he'll figure us out. And when he does, be ready to fight. And that's spot on. This will only work for so long. So they've well, got to get in there. 
I, Jason, I like that Daniel says that Silver is very smart because we've never heard anybody say that. And I know you and I have gone on and on about who's more evil, Crease or Terry Silver. Yeah. So who's smarter than Crease or Terry Silver? Are we to assume at this point not only is Terry Silver more evil than Crease, but he's smarter than Crease? Yeah. Well, he's more educated in lots of ways. Yeah. You know, the money taught him how to use influence and power in ways that Crease doesn't know. None of them know. Because if you go back to Vietnam, he was still scared crease was the big bad dog but then silver went off in the world and took over his father's business and just really learned how to be this corrupt you know guy and then he took in lots of knowledge he knows lots of stuff yeah. he can go tit for tat with chosen on history uh, you know and okinawa versus kyoto it's like it's incredible his base but yeah I, i'd say he's quite smart because he's continued to grow and learn Unfortunately, it's for the wrong side, <laughs> but uh, it is what it is. But Sal, once they get inside and this meeting is set, it's great. I mean, his house is stunning. They've got this big table. They're on opposite ends. You see the yeah. pool in the background. It's like it's just so mm-hmm. perfect, and it's picking right up where Karate Kid Part 3 left off when he was in the Enos house, except for yeah. in that one, he's still kicking guys' butts, and he's training all the time. You know, This silver is not doing that as actively. But Silver offers Chosen a 50-year-old Yamazaki, which kind of sounds like a motorcycle mashup with a Yamaha and Kawasaki. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They but it's a, a this great whiskey, which, by the way, tip of the cap to you. Look at you having your whiskey there. Is that a Yamazaki? Is that what you have there, 50-year-old? Unfortunately, this is not Japanese whiskey here. Oh, okay. But I am using the same glasses that Chosen and Terry Silver are using. That is the Glencairn glass. That's G-L-E-N-C-A-I-R-N. It is the official whiskey-tasting glass. Now, I have to say, though, I have to say, yeah. uh, I believe Chosen and Terry Silver were holding it wrong because they were holding it mm. by the bulb. Oh. You need to hold it by the base Sound. So not have your body temperature affected. You so I would think have, that I... You would have known they're full of crap just by the way they were <laughs> holding their, their glass. Like, I see how you guys are guys. holding your glass, yes. Yeah. Well, that's wonderful. And they also have, because Chosen, you know, he's the guest of honor. So Silver has filleted Hummel from the home country ready for him. So they open it up. Now, they never really do much eating. That always drives me crazy in these types of scenes. I know. There may be a bite, if that, because... I don't think uh, there was a bite here at all. I know. I'm, all, I'm always waiting for like, oh, yeah, this is... No, food gets neglected in shows and movies. It's <laughs> it like, does. oh, my, come on. It was like someone spent forever on that, and they actually had to go get it and prepare it, but whatever. But, but at least they don't have any obviously empty cups. That's true. So have you, Sal, ever had this 50-year-old whiskey or filleted Hamel? I've never had the Hamel. Um, I've never had 50-year-old whiskey, but I have had the Suntory whiskey, mm. and I got to tell you, that was next level. Even $2 whiskey in that glass tastes good, right? This glass ups, ups, the, uh, <laughs> ups it off. It the takes, sophistication it takes factor. the well and turns it to top shelf. Mm-hmm. I love it. Oh, yes. And you so sip it, sip it. Silver also asked Chosen how long he's been in the valley, and Chosen says a year. Not true. He's been there a few weeks. But Sal, I want to ask you the same question. How long <laughs> has Salvador Rodriguez been in the valley? One of the things I love about Cobra Kai is how it honors the valley. It gives yes, it does. honor. It gives yes. honor to the San Fernando Valley because the San Fernando Valley was once a thing. It was once a thing. They made movies mm-hmm. about it. Yeah, the Karate Kid. Today, the Karate Kid, uh, Valley Girl, etc. Oh, yeah. Fast Times at Richmond High. I feel like the Valley, Fast Times at Richmond, hello. Um, my older siblings, they were Valley Girls, you know. So 
I feel like the Valley has lost some of its mystique being swallowed by Greater Los Angeles. So I love this show, how it honors the Valley. I have lived in the Valley most of my life, but was actually born in Los Angeles proper. I was actually mm. born over the hill in Hollywood. I was actually it, I was born in I was born in East Hollywood is where I was born. Okay. I like I East Hollywood. In, okay, I was born in East Hollywood. Um, but just by chance on the way to the hospital. Hmm. Then I came back home to the Valley. So I lived in the Valley, but was born in Hollywood, then came back to the Valley. So my entire life, I've lived in the Valley, yeah. but was born on the freeway in the backseat of a car on the 101 freeway. No. Yeah, and near the You were born on the 101? I was born on the 101 freeway. 101 baby? Yeah, I'm a 101 baby. Exactly. Oh yep. my gosh, that's, that's absolutely awesome. true. Because they were on the way to the hospital, apparently. I did and not I know wait. that. That's amazing. Um, now, I've always fantasized about finding that car. If I could find that car. Imagine driving the car you were born in. That would be amazing. Or just the exact spot. That would be interesting to find that spot, too. My mother's been no help, though. That's amazing. Well, I love that story. But also the movie Licorice Pizza came out not too long ago. Paul Thomas Anderson. All in the Valley. So there are movies that are really... Yeah, it's a great movie. And it's really just highlights the Valley, much like we're talking about. But Silver and Chosen connect over their rivalries. And their rival, Sal, in this instance, is Daniel LaRusso. Silver mentions him by name. And we know Chosen's rival from the Karate Kid Part 2 because they show a sure. clip of it here. So it's like, I love how it all goes back to Daniel LaRusso. Well, So now we're back at the Green Hole. And FBI agents Johnny and Robbie enter. And they look like FBI agents. <laughs> they they come in, the smoke's there, the light. They do not belong there. They do not belong there. Hector's informed immediately. Yeah. Uh, you know, we got a, but it's not a walkie-talkie. I think it's just on his phone. Yeah. But, and then he quickly looks at Miguel, who's, you uh, know, innocent Miguel, accuses sure. him. Well, because coincidentally, this is yeah, happening like when this, this mysterious timing. stranger shows up, yeah. right? Like, hey, there's some FBI guys here. Oh, man, Federale, what's what the heck? Looks at Miguel, accuses him, checks him for a wire. By the way, this is where we see the turn, because yes, before like, this moment, sh- he's yeah. been very... Uh, and we don't know, you know, accommodating, yes. good a, a guy. Gentleman. He's been a gentleman until right now. And then he checks him for a wire. Of course, Miguel has no wire. And then grabs his phone, Sal. Yeah, yeah. Just checking things. And of course, it's just like innocent photos of Samantha and him. And it's like, and then he realizes, bad judgment, but we know bad guy. Yeah. Because again, he does that switch, you know? He does does it well. He does it. He does. Very good acting. Very good acting. He does a switch where it's almost like he becomes a different person. You know what I mean? Those people... Those are the people, by the way, the actor does a great job. Those people who kind of can become different people, those are the scary people. Yeah. That guy that was making you dinner earlier, this is not him now. This is another guy now. For a minute, just for a minute. And then he goes back in, but you can't put the genie back in the bottle because sure. Miguel has seen this. He can't unsee it. Yeah. Very hurtful and painful. He for apologizes and then they leave because he doesn't want to be anywhere near these female body inspectors. <laughs> yes. And so... Miguel immediately knows, like, well, there's a crack in the armor. My mom has warned me about him being a bad guy. Now I see it's possible, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's deflating. But now we see Johnny and Robbie enter, and they spot Miguel very briefly across the, you know, this ring where they have their MMA matches. But he is confronted by the wolf. And Sal, it's karate versus MMA. Sal's dream. 
this was a very special episode, really, because one of the reasons why I enjoy the martial arts and mm-hmm. enjoy watching boxing now and Brazilian jiu-jitsu now is because of my early years watching UFC. So UFC got me into watching other yeah. forms of MMA, which then now I appreciate the individual disciplines more now as a result of becoming a fan of MMA back in 93. By the way, before they even called it MMA, there was no name for it back then because you legitimately had a wrestler against a boxer, a taekwondo guy against a jiu-jitsu guy, and you would actually have disciplines against each other. So there was not even a thing as MMA back then. I don't even think people started calling it MMA until maybe the uh, early turn of the century, I think? Yeah. 2005, maybe? Maybe. Well, it's great. And Johnny also has... A nickname. What was that? Yeah, the guy says something. The announcer says something. White Lightning. I love it. And he gets <laughs> into a fight with the wolf, and they're going tit for tat. MMA versus karate. You know, one guy's up, the other guy's up. It's a good battle. It's a great fight. It's just one-on-one. You know, Robbie's not jumping in. Other guys are holding him back. And then White Lightning, he's going down, Sal. He's going down to the wolf. But Robbie does what? This was so fantastic. And to piggyback on the victory at the, uh, mm-hmm. the uh, hot pepper contest. So Robbie throws the pepper to yep. Johnny. Drag on. Drag on. And then when he sque- like squeezes it into the guy's eyeballs. Yep. Holy cow. I hope that guy can see. Uh, I hope well, he can see exactly. That is dangerous. He does it into his eyes. The guy gives up. White lightning wins. Now, I got to say... That juice, that pepper, the oils are all over his hands and Robbie's hands. So let's hope they also cleaned up because they brought that thing out with tongs earlier. Okay, if you have hot pepper on your hands, and this happened to me once, obviously you don't want to touch your eyes. That's obvious. But you know what you also but don't want to do? people touch their face. You know what you also don't want to do? Go Use to the, the bathroom. Restroom. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I once had hot pepper on my hands and used the restroom and then forgot all about it. And then 10 minutes later, oh my God. Hello. Yeah. Don't do I did the same thing with Icy Hot once, and uh, never again. <laughs> never again. Not good. But I love how this fight comes to a close, because the eyes are burning, the wolf's in trouble. Johnny does a great spinning roundhouse knockout, game over. So the wolf was going to fight in this big match. <laughs> Johnny beats him before yeah. he, he gets in the match. So this is the match. It's like Rocky Five. They took it to the streets. Yeah, they didn't even have the fight. So I love it. Great. Now, betting had to be crazy. All the gambling <laughs> on the fight to be. Maybe there was quick side betting on this new fight. But what a wonderful scene. I like that kick, too. I, like, I, I yeah. try to figure out. I mean, I'm assuming that that was at least partially a stuntman. On that no, kick. No, no. I, but I tell like, you, it, it looked, it looked like real. Johnny Lawrence. No, I, it, it looked, looked like real, uh, William it? Zapka. It's almost a tornado kick, but not quite. He kind of does a 360, and then he hits him with the roundhouse. So there's lots of variations, but it was really well executed and a good way to end this fight, for sure. William Zapka is a career martial artist, is he not? I know he was further advanced than Ralph Macchio because he was more of an athlete, or at least what I've read. Now, maybe he did study it post-Karate Kid, or even during, right? He's learning from one of our favorite referees of all time. Sure, Patty Johnson. Patty Johnson. So maybe he then made it part of his life. I don't know. I don't know how far he went with it, but we've come so far. You know what, Jason? You and I have come so far with Let's Talk Cobra Kai. That I'm forgetting some of the early stuff, you know? Yeah. It's been that long. Let's revisit. 
So now we're at Silver's house, and he's taken Chosen to a sword collection. So again, they skipped out on this dinner, right? Grab your drink. Come with me. Yeah, yeah. Not even one bite. Not even one bite. Uh, sword collection, and he shows him his prized possession with this one amazing sword, and it translates this particular sword to honored brother. Chosen knows the translation, which is great. So these guys are bonding, Sal. And Silver shares... Not his whole plan, but he shares part of it. And his plan is to make Cobra Kai and karate synonymous to Starbucks and coffee. Mm -hmm. And Sal, I mentioned something just like this on our first episode ever. What's that? We did the Karate Kid scene by scene breakdown way, way, way back in 2019. I was saying that I thought Cobra Kai was so cool, the name and the brand. And I loved Miyagi-Do in the movie as a kid, but Cobra Kai was just, I'm surprised that someone didn't make it the dojo like Chipotle or Starbucks across the country. I'm surprised they didn't just roll them out. Maybe because they were such bad guys and they go down in the movie, but still it just could have lit up like fire because we do know that martial arts exploded after Karate Kid. I mean, this happens when you have something that impactful. It changes industries. Mm-hmm. I remember reading recently that, and this is hilarious, such a different tie-in, but The Love Boat, the TV show, changed travel. You know, people uh, took cruises. Yeah. That show made it like, honey, let's do this thing. These things have an impact on our culture. And I just thought, man, somebody could have probably done that. Now, maybe it was a licensing thing or whatever. So I love yeah. that Terry Silver is doing it here. I mean, I don't love it, but part of me loves it. You know what I mean? Like sure. it's happening, but it's happening in the wrong hands. But I like how you mention a love boat because, you know, Jaws kicked people out of the water and love boat brought them back in. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Jaws uh, made, uh, well, it uh, ruined me from swimming in the ocean too far. But anyway, great scene here. And silver right here, Sal, you see it. He wants a right-hand man. He says so. And I don't think he's testing Chosen. I mean, to a degree, because he's seeking that. But you don't think that that. he's on to Chosen or suspicious still not yet? Not yet. Okay. But very close. So Chosen accepts this job. And not just probably as just another sensei, but probably like top new sensei. Yes. Because he's just, you know, he's got the tie-in. He knows... Tang Sudo, and he just, there's something about Chosen that it's relatable to Silver. And then they toast to righting the wrongs of the past and coming back on top. A lot of toast about the past this episode. Mm. Hey, have a toast while we're at it. (laughs) Toast to the past episode, Sal. And then they say, Chosen says, Cotty. And that's his toast. And then, of course... Silver says the same. Mm-hmm. Leave it at that. To be continued. So we assume that's something that people say in Japan, like cheers. That's like cheers, right? Yeah, it's like cheers. Yeah. So now we are at Castillo Escondido Bar. Now, Sal, this is the very same bar that Miguel faced the thugs from last episode. And, you know, takes the one guy, puts him in a bar, arm bar. Oh, this is the, the same knee. place. Yes. 
Where the guys well, are playing poker in the it back. It did with the hat. say up above. It said Castillo oh, Escondido. I'm putting bar on there because they walked in sure, and he serves sure, sure. a drink. So yes. they are hiding out. Hector has the keys because Sal he owns it or he wow. controls it or sure. whatever. But he goes into the register also. So. Goes in the register like he yeah. just he's too comfortable. It has to be his. Sure. And Hector, of course, has a gun, puts a oh. gun on the counter. That's, yeah. So immediately, Miguel's like, all the signs are here. Like, oh, my God. He's pouring drinks. And he shares more about Ecuador. Yeah. And what's he saying? Or what's he get into? Well, he talks about uh, how he was basically chased out of Ecuador. Or at least he, he feels that way mm-hmm. because he was successful. That's what his story anyway, yeah. right? So I'm a yeah. successful businessman. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he also mentions Maria, and she's only with him for his money, he says. Exactly. Yeah. So there's that. It's like that already like ruins that facade yeah, in Miguel's mind. It. Like, oh, my yeah. God. Okay, that's just like nothing happening here. Yeah. Then go on. He says, as men, we think of these things. He says, she only wants me for my money. Well, we don't know that. That's just his insecurity, maybe. Maybe she really loves him, you know? But his insecurity is, I actually wants her for my money because, you know, he's really insecure, not thinking that somebody could actually love him. That's not even necessarily insecure. That has to do with, like, a, a low self-worth, like, how could somebody love me, you know? Like, I'm such yeah. a terrible person. So this woman may love you, but you're like, ah, she just wants me for my money. So he dismisses her, whereas maybe she does literally want to be with him because of love, not, yeah. not materialism. But he also talks about Carmen and Rosa. He doesn't mention names, but we know no, that it's her. No, but right? he's we already established. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. okay. We know it's her. His ex and her mother. And so mm-hmm, yeah. and he's Rosa. Like, they weren't happy. I was successful. I was chasing business. So Miguel's yeah. just starting to see the truth. What Miguel learns is that this man, who has obviously led a scandalous life and there's been some crimes committed, mm-hmm. has no regrets. No. Right? That's he it. would not change a thing. That's exactly right. So in other words, losing that marriage, whatever. It meant nothing in the name of business, yeah. So this moment, what Miguel experiences here is he experiences a revelation. It's painful, but it's also cathartic because what he finds here is what I found when I sat down with my dad when I was Mm -hmm. in my late 20s. I had a very pleasant dinner with my dad. I was in my late 20s. I heard his side of the story, not my mother's. Which you'd never heard. Never heard his side. It was amazing. It was a very nice evening he and I had. But what I experienced that night was the realization and the acceptance that I will never get that father. Yeah, because he has a new family. Yeah, that's a whole other thing. But whatever I thought I could get or whatever I thought I could rekindle or recapture or just get, it was not happening. So because it was not happening, the realization was that's where the healing takes place then. Because whatever I'm seeking, I'm not going to get it. Yeah. So therefore, forget it. Let me just seek, you know wholeness and happiness in other things rather than trying to repair some relationship that really never was, you know? It never was there. And that's very relatable here because Miguel is devastated inside. You can see it. He can't even hide his emotions on his face. And he leaves. And, you know, Hector's like, okay, it's good seeing you, kid. He doesn't know it's his son. I'm surprised he let him go so early. Yeah, I'm glad After all that, you know, after all that. Well, he realizes he's just a kid. Yeah. You know, and he has no agenda. He's not now, with the FBI. Yeah. I mean, part of me, I don't feel for Hector because he is such a bad guy and, and Carmen had her reasons. And I guess if he knew he had a son, maybe bad things could come of it because he'd be mad. He could retaliate. All these things. But he never really knows that that's his son. That never but you know, when, when Miguel says he's leaving and then Hector says something to the effect of, 
oh, you're leaving. In other words, like everybody leaves me, right? So, exactly. Yeah. Oh, you leave yeah. too. It's yeah, a matter of time. Yeah. Um, so in there we learn that yes, he's a bad man. Yes, he's done bad things. Yes, but he's also a very sad and lonely man. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, and that and that's what made me then feel. Uh, I, yes, I don't excuse him, but I do feel a little sorry for him. Yeah, a little bit. So as Miguel walks out, he calls Carmen. And Sal, oh, this was this so good. Was wow. a tear jerker. Oh my God! Now we've been calling him Zolo Mariduana, but I've heard him say it's it's like a ch almost Sholo. Yeah. It's, it, no, it's like a it's like an sh Sholo Mariduana. Okay, so Sholo Mariduana. Holy cow! Great job! Wow! Great job! Miguel calls Carmen, and they're both very emotional because <sighs> he's telling her like basically she was right. Yeah, you know he figured it out. Mm-hmm. And he's apologizing to her. And this is real emotion. I mean, yes, Carmen is also very teary-eyed and it's beautiful, but Miguel's doing the heavy lifting here. Sure. And then he looks up and who does he see in front oh, of him? Johnny. Johnny shows up, pops out of the Eagle Fang van. And wasn't Johnny kind of a little, a little oh, teary-eyed? Just standing there, taking it in. Wow. I mean, talk about timing. It's perfect timing. Now, this is all happening with Hector like five feet away. So this is that. happening right in front of the store, yeah. and I was yeah. waiting for Hector to come out. Yeah, but Right? I was waiting for him to come out. He doesn't But care. no, 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 no. He's in there drinking tequila. And this is truly, in my opinion, one of the show's all-time beautiful moments. Wow. Because it's all this emotion. It's what we just talked about. And Johnny goes over, and him and Miguel embrace and he tells his mother he's coming home. Mm-hmm. And it's just this beautiful moment. And they <sighs> yeah. don't say much, but just enough. And then Robbie even stops, but he stops in the background. And Miguel mm-hmm. sees him. It doesn't yeah. even phase him. He's just loved, and he's with who he should be with. He's and with you can tell the look Johnny. on Robbie's face was he... Oh, yeah. You know, his he's heart respectful. is opening. He's respectful yeah. of the scene. He yeah, understands he's, he's, he's respecting their relationship. That's what he's yeah. doing. Yeah. It's great, man. It is one of the most beautiful moments, no doubt. It was really show. great. It was really great. So could have ended the show on that, but no, <laughs> the show always has more. It always has that one more scene, and I'm not complaining. So we're back at Cobra Kai, Tori arriving with Trophy Sal. Oh. Now this is the scene I was waiting for. Mm. I'm like, oh my gosh, how's this going to go? We saw her in that kind of intercut scene during the monologue, mm-hmm. you know, with Daniel and Chosen, and she's contemplating, you know, what she's going to do with this, having honor. But Sal, she's not quitting Cobra Kai. No, and this I was surprised to see. Yeah. Because, you know, after the conversations with Chosen, right, yeah. you think she's going to go in there and be like, I'm out of here. I'm out, right? I'm done, yeah. And no, but no. She's going to continue, and it's going to be Terry Nichols karate. No, I don't know. <laughs> but then... Uh, she sees no one else, and Silver says, no class today. Yeah. Got some other things to attend to, so no class. Okay, so she leaves. Chosen comes in. Yep. He arrives, and Sal, what happens? And he's unsuspecting. He's there for class, right? Yeah, totally. And Sensei what happens Joe. is, yeah, and what's happened is he's ambushed. Totally. Chosen gets ambushed by all these senseis. <laughs> yeah, Silver picks up on it and calls him chosen oh so he knows and chosen and chosen truth. didn't go into denial he didn't go into no who are you talking about chosen who's cho- what is this chosen <laughs> he picked up on it when they had the centauri because mm-hmm. they had the centauri you know in the sword room right yes 
And, and they said cheers. They, when they were doing their cheers. Yeah. And in Kyoto, they don't do the Okinawa. Mm. Okinawa, they do kari. Mm-hmm. But in Kyoto, they do kampai. Kampai. And he knew immediately right then and there. And you can, if you watch it the second time, and I did, like, oh, yeah, there's the moment. There's mm. the moment he's like, mm, disappointed. In boxing, they call it a tell. And that was it. Yeah. Silver knew, and you watch it again, it's like, yeah, in that moment. And then he obliged, and he said, Cotty as well. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, this guy, I got to look into this guy, because this doesn't add up. Then in other words, Chosen had Silver fooled until that moment. I think so. The so Chosen outed himself safe is what he did. until then. Yeah, yeah, he did. Wow. Uh, like he said, remember, Daniel Warren Chosen. He did. He'll, he, he'll catch smart. on to us. He'll, he'll set a trap, and if you fall into it, you just do a kampai. And uh, you're good, but he didn't know the way of Kyoto because he is Okinawan. Yes. And then Silver, not stopping there on outing him. Mm. No. He gets six senseis. Those six senseis we talked about last episode from various dojos who are coming here to help run Cobra Kai underneath Silver's tutelage. Yes. And he gets six senseis to take on one chosen. And Sal, I absolutely loved this fight. I liked that little prep the Chosen mm-hmm. did. I was like, oh, he's ready, man. He's ready. Yeah. Getting this ready. This sequence is, I mean, I love that fight earlier with Johnny, but this is more like my style. Like, this isn't just for laughs. This is Miyagi-Do at work. You know, you don't want to fight, but if you have to fight, win. There you go. And Chosen takes them out without getting hit once, Mr. Miyagi style. And I loved the look on Terry Silver's face. Oh, yeah. I loved his look, man. Because, you know, Terry Silver is thinking, Uh holy shit, who's this dude? I'm in trouble. Exactly. And he's like, okay, okay, this guy is next level. I'm going to have to do something. And so after he bests the last guy, he goes over to Silver. I think it's going to keep going. I'm like, you know, he's in trouble, which is great. Chosen's going to do these paralysis moves, you know, all those amazing things that we've learned over the seasons. But he approaches Silver, and what does he say? Sorry, Jason. Why didn't Chosen just kick Silver's ass? I don't know. He kicked their asses. Might as well take two steps and kick his ass. He drew a line. Okay. Honor. Okay. All right, Chosen, I got to tell you, I have to get used to the the new and improved Chosen. Because the old Chosen just would have kicked Terry Silver's ass right then and there. So yeah, this is a little more uh, uh, calm and cool and collected chosen. Now we draw a line. No more expansion. No more senseis. No challenge Miyagi-Do. Do not come near LaRusso family. You cross line, you will beg for mercy. Oh, I like that. You will beg for mercy. And Silver says no. Oh, I like that. Oh, I, I love oh, it. Someone tells Terry Silver, you will beg for mercy. That was so awesome. And Silver says nothing. He just looks on. <laughs> With this bigger Terry Silver on the screen in the background, if you saw that, which oh, is amazing, like a cool. huge shot of his head. Nice. Says nothing, but the gauntlet has been thrown down. Wow. And then, Cobra Kai. Oh. Episode two. Chosen. The, the mole Chosen. has been outed, but it's game time. I did want him to be in the Cobra Kai house for a while. I wanted him to be there. I know. It's true. This season, things do get resolved very quickly. There's they so many things happening. You're right. Yeah. I wouldn't have mind. If this was season one, he would have been there for three or four episodes. If sure. not a season. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> a whole season hiding out in their dojo. But still, a great episode and really chosen. Well, I do like how he's found out. I like how he's found out. The whole, you know, Cotty, I like that a lot. Oh, yeah. Play is great. It's just things happen, you know, more rapidly. But a great episode, and it leads me to episode three and how I consume this, which I know I've talked about before. I know I went right to the next one because it's like, oh my gosh, I end with Chosen entering Cobra Kai, and now this episode ends with him being ousted and saying, the line is drawn, no more messing with LaRusso's. So I went right to the next episode. Sure. And these episodes, they're fairly short. And when I say that, I mean even compared to other content. I just got done watching Stranger Things last season. Man, some of those episodes are long. You know, they're long. These episodes are short. Oh, exactly. So, yeah, I, I knocked out the next one because I wanted to know. But then you kind of want to stop and, like, think about it because I could have just kept sure, going. Sure. But you're absolutely right. You watch a show like Stranger Things or Ozark. I love that show. Binging that show, it's just exhausting because it's, you know, 45, 50, 60-minute episodes sometimes. just like, yeah. And it's a lot of heaviness and darkness. This is like, oh, my gosh, this is fun. Let's keep going. It's built for yeah, yeah. this kind of consumption, which is great. But I also yearn for the movies because the movies have their own shelf life and, and they exist in this long form. And I love that, too. Right? There's just something beautiful about a movie. So, well, that'd be four episodes. Well, I know, but they're built differently. Like, you can take more time I mean, could you... here. You don't see movies ping pong back and forth with this many fast scenes. It's, it's a different thing. And they're both well, wonderful. Let me just ask you this Can you take, could one take yep. four episodes of Cobra Kai and just make it into a two hour movie? And it would, it would kind of feel You'd similar? Have, well, it, the pacing would be different. Would it yeah. be? Because they don't get that break. There's yeah, and no you break. couldn't have these two-minute scenes. I mean, it would just be a different thing. But for the show, the series, this works. This is how it needs yeah, to be built. it does. Keeps you going. Oh, you always want more. You never go, oh, my God. You want more. How, how many people out there, I should ask people, have ever just paused an episode and just figured to get back to it? No, you'll just make it to the end and then go watch the next mm-hmm. one later. You don't want to stop these. Once you start yeah. it, it's like... And if you don't pause Netflix or tell them at the end of an episode you don't want to go to the next, you're going to keep going. Mm-hmm. So it's beautifully constructed. Well done. Showrunners, everybody involved. And this was a great episode. So Sal, two in the books, eight to go, my friend. They're going to go by so fast. They really are. They are. And I'm going to enjoy each one. And I had a good time today. Thank you, Jason. Um, this was a very fun episode. Very exciting. Yep. And yeah, I want more. I definitely want more. Me too. So unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code COBRAKAI at manscaped.com. So thank you so much for listening, and please be sure to subscribe to the Let's Talk Cobra Kai podcast as well as the Let's Talk Cobra Kai YouTube live channel. You can also really help us by giving the show a five-star rating on Apple Podcast. And for all you listeners that enjoy sharing your thoughts, you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, send us a direct message, or post a comment on any Let's Talk Cobra Kai social media platform. If you're a dedicated listener or viewer of Let's Talk Cobra Kai, please consider supporting the show on Patreon. We also highly recommend checking out our other podcast and visiting justcuriousmedia.com. No mercy.